on the next episode of Mondo Creepy. Tonight's trash-tastic cinematic offering is Enzo G. Castellari's middle finger salute to the Mad Max franchise. Warriors of the Wasteland, AKA the new barbarians. Hey everybody, welcome to Insufferable Bastards. My name is Carlos Danger. I wanted to start the broadcast with a shout out to our good friend, Mondo Creepy. Follow Mr. Creepy at Mondo Creepy TV on the YouTube. All right, so we're gonna be talking about, we haven't done a live stream in a while. We're gonna be talking about the Iron Sheik who is dead and Pat Cooper who is dead. Going around the horn, joining me for this broadcast is Mr. Spears, special effects makeup artist, longtime Howard Stern fan. Welcome back. Hello, hello. And then, of course, you know him and love him from El Harible's channel, Be Dablin. It's Obnoxious John. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Let's check out the chat reel. I got to go right to the negative first. <laughs> Boo, this show sucks. Multiple thumbs down from uh, somebody smoking a pipe. Is that Howard Stern? According to Pat Cooper, we'll play that clip, I guess, in a second. So uh, we did invite a couple of special guests to appear. One was Ray DeVito. He's not showing up. But everything I wanted to talk to him about, he talked about uh, on the BS show a couple of minutes, uh, a couple of minutes ago. So, but at 1230, we, I don't know, we, we, I invited Casey Armstrong to sign in. We'll see if he shows up, but I don't know if he will. In other news, we are monetized. That, that is true. I don't know how it happened. At least so far, we are monetized. So that's exciting. Shout out Congratulations. to- Yeah, thank you. Thank you, OJ. Shout out to uh, Muttering Jay for putting us over the top on Twitter. The Dabbleverse in general, my mother. They, uh, God have mercy on her soul. Chad Zumach. Thank you so much for the clips. We definitely got clout from Chad Zumach, Mr. Ray DeVuglio, and OJ's favorite person, Shuli. <laughs> what do you mean? You got props from Shuli? You were, I heard you were on the show. I didn't catch it. I'm going to have to uh, go back and watch it because you were on it. Nah, I mean, nobody paid. We had 85 subscribers a year ago, right? We would do, uh, oh, look, this is our first super chat. Very first super chat. I mean, it's cheap, less than, all right, but we'll take it. Stevie Lou, our good friend, $1.99. Damn, I got fired. This is a tough way to hear. No, you didn't get fired. But Stevie, send me your address. I'll send you a uh, insufferable bastard sticker. But no, uh, Shuli, we, we, we were a movie review podcast that nobody listened to for like years. I'm talking like starting in 2016. We talked about Howard Stern going back to like episode three in early 2017, I guess. Yeah. But it was only once we started doing stuff about Shuli and stuttering John and all that crap that anybody started paying attention. That's the uh, absolute truth, right, Brian? I'm not gonna, I'm not bullshitting there. Yeah, yeah, no one, you know, no one listens to our podcast, especially when it was movie stuff. And I really have nothing we, else yeah. to say about the Dabbleverse. I, I did think about, well, let's just get monetized and then I'll just walk away because it's getting harder and harder to do this, you know, but we're back. Thank you, You're, Pat Cooper, for dying. Thank you, Iron Sheik, for And you got dying. a couple super chats coming in. Oh, this is too much. Miles Magooby. Again, if you on Twitter, Miles, if you send me your address, I'll send you a sticker. I won't dox you. 
Uh, Miles Magooby, $1.99. You look delicious, Ant Wiener. Thank you. Kinky Loco, the alleged thief, $9.99. Congratulations on selling out. Thank you. Thank you very much. I will not be sharing this, this money with OJ or Spears, just so you know. I don't want any of this. Look, we got somebody saying it's Stevie Lou is literal AIDS? Literal? That, not that he has it, that he is it. We don't need another show like this with stuttering John clips. My God. Well, it's the same dude. It's this, uh, what's this, Christ or Chris? I, I can't read. I don't have my glasses on. That is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay money on the fact that is our friend Brandon from the Hackverse. Oh, okay. Coined the term Hackverse. All right, so the Iron Sheik, fellas. The Iron Sheik died June 7th. He was either 80 or 81. There's conflicting birth date data, according to the New York Times. He's best known, I think, for defeating Bob Backlund, the great Bob Backlund, in December 1983, and then losing promptly to Hulk Hogan in January 1984. I think I'm no wrestling fan, but I did watch in those days. That birthed Hulkamania, that sort of birthed WrestleMania, and then birthed Vince McMahon as a titan of the industry and launched modern wrestling. So I think that's what he's best known for. But he was also in the serious satellite years on Howard Stern. He became sort of a fixture for, a, I guess, a short time, right? A couple of years. I don't know. I don't know how long on yeah. the Stern show, right? Yep. On the Stern show, he was a guest. And then he was then uh, there was these entrepreneurial spirit of uh, Shuley took him on these uh, block party weekends or Ronnie, whatever they were. He was part of Shuley's private tickets. hack pack. Yes, yes. Of which they he's trying to make Ray a member, allegedly. Yes. And then the Sheik, of course, in his retirement, I think he, he was just known as being a big drinker, right? I mean. I think he was a big drinker back in the day. But I don't know I if mean, we knew it as much, right? No. Well, I mean, there was we're, we're, uh, there was that great story of him and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I think they got pulled over on like the Garden State Parkway or they were like dri driving through New Jersey. So I don't know if it was, you know. And that was the end of the Sheiky baby for a while. Yeah. But OJ sent me this clip. And OJ, I don't know if you have background on this particular thing. Uh, we'll take a look at it. But I, I, it's from an hour-long clip. And, of course, it's a, who are the people we're, we're looking at here? I mean, this is a very drunk uh, Iron <laughs> Sheik. From left to right, we have New Jack, who was a big, big star in e ECW, obviously in the middle way of the Iron Sheik, and to the to the right, we have the honky tonk man. And do you know, like this was for some type of shoot interview, like a YouTube yes. show or something like that? That's absolutely what it was. They, it, it was supposed to be a shoot interview, shoot wrestling interview. And um, yeah, these guys were just really fucked up. So here's a minute of it. I just cut out a couple of uh, what I thought were funny parts. Yeah, I got questions on my phone. Any question you have? After I have my heart one, not now. Okay, ready? Let's go. I'm not ready. I'm on the no. phone. I'm not ready. I'm on prepaid, so y'all better be I don't want to talk get my medicine. Otherwise, fuck you and take a fucking walk. I'm sorry I didn't to talk to you like that, but I have to let you know. Don't never ever bring me back here without cigarette, without beer, and without my marijuana. I never cross, I never double cross Mr. McMahon. I double cross Vince McMahon because Vince McMahon can suck the nasty part of my head. And you was, you was one of a, the abdomen of the food chain. You're no good motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> Just 
most latest. Fuck Ric Flair. Who? Ric Flair. I'm a cheese I think there's more than alcohol involved in this. Yeah, there's a lot going on there, but a pretty good time there. And somebody said, I don't know, it might have popped up, but some, all right, it was, uh, I don't even know how to say that name. Final Strides. I could listen to Honky Tonk Man talk all day. Probably the best interview of the old school guys. Yeah, I stopped re- watching wrestling about the time Hulk Hogan came into the picture, but I do find myself watching these shoot interviews even with no background information on who these people are or what they it, it is fascinating stuff so rest in peace iron chic now uh, mr spears and i we had a chance to meet three yeah kinky locos is three drug addicts going nuts yeah that never gets old i could watch that all day and speaking of drug addicts going nuts brian you and i attended the chiller sure, theater convention cherry hill new jersey in 2009 and we had a chance to get Cheeky's autograph. So I have two videos. These are short. I'm not saying they're that compelling. So feel free to throw tomatoes. But uh, this was us approaching Cheeky Chic. I was, of course, I was about 18. This is literally when he was on screen. Yeah, this is in his heyday when he was yeah. arguing with Artie all the time. Actually, actually, you don't have to put him over. There's Nikolai Volkov giving a back rub. That's some random YouTuber. Wait, 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 wait. That, uh, what, did you say that uh, who is a random YouTuber? The guy, so we're online and, and somebody else is asking the Sheik to do something, to say something about the Supreme Court. And that guy that was on the video for half a second, he okay, was. The guy, I was going to say, because Nikolai Volkov is giving a massage to Eric Sims, who yeah. was uh, the Iron Sheik's former handler. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. And then behind him, right behind Sheik's head, that's uh, Lurch from the 90s. Uh, oh, how cool. Oh. Uh, whatever adam's family and, and i think like demolitions there too i don't know it's and just, also just real quick that video that you played uh just a few clips from when they were all fucked up that guy eric sims is in that video also oh no shit yeah thank you if eric anybody sims, cares to, wherever you are yeah no he's a piece of shit oh never mind <laughs> So that's the Sheik talking about breaking the back of the U.S. Supreme Court. And I guess the thing here at this event, this chiller event, the demolition off the side. Yeah, they were at the next table over. This is a horror convention, but they would all. Oh, no, actually, no. Chiller was was everything. I'm wrong. It's, it's more like, like an autograph culture. show at that time. Yeah. Started off as a, as a horror convention, but then they would have everybody. Like Greg Valentine, Tito Santana, all those old wrestlers would be there and would have the, the shortest lines because there was really no line. Uh, for the Iron Sheik. And I guess the things that I remember the most about that day was just how much beer the Iron Sheik uh, was consuming. Well, you know, it was incredible. I think we were a close second. I think we were a close second as well. Yeah, we're but. not sober at all. But I just the way, I mean, he had those big, what was it, uh, hand, uh, Hammock Hands Bill? What was Robin, that guy from, uh, I can't remember. But he had giant hands. 
and uh, he would drink three beers at a time. He would go walk out of the tent and pound beers in like 30 seconds. I mean, a clear alcoholic just to get himself set. It wasn't like he was slurring his words at this point, but the man could drink and I did admire him for that. So here's our second clip. Now this is, uh, what's interesting here is, I don't know if the Sheik's literate, but he's signing, an, uh, he's signing a photo of uh, Artie Lang. It's Artie Lang and the Sheik together. This ha this actual autograph is the only autograph I've pretty much ever paid for. And it's hanging and in, it's where is still it in, hanging house. in my bathroom. It's right oh, above cool. the toilet. Oh, and there's, there's Howard Stern himself. So the dude's spelling to Brian. No extra, no extra for this. And he explains the joke to him. That's all. So there it was. That was our brush with greatness. Awesome. The Iron Sheik at Chiller Theater in 2009. And it wasn't in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. It was in Parsippany. I don't Parsippany. mean to yep. I don't mean to misstate my Jersey locations. So I don't know. I mean, I, I was listening to Radio Gunk the other night and they did a quick Sheik uh Pat Cooper tribute. And even they pointed out that like in the pantheon of Stern guests, I mean, Sheik, you know, God rest his soul, but he wasn't up there in terms of the greatest guests of all time, right? I mean, what you've seen right now, like all these clips where he just yells, the same clip you have on your, your recorder, it's that was his gimmick. So you would just have him come in, and you'd rile up, you'd bring up an old wrestler that he hated, and he would just say that, you know, he would humble them in various ways. Um, it wasn't, it didn't go much farther. If anything, the Sheik, like I said, the only reason he sort of, probably kept becoming a guest was because he was on all the Howard TV stuff, the comedy shows and, and, and they would bring him out to places and more or less get him drunk and let him shout things at people. And I see, uh, again, Mr. Final strides there. Disco Inferno used to drive him around for a couple of years. He has some of the most legit and funny chic stories. Yeah. So, all right. So that's the iron chic. Now, Pat Cooper, right? I mean, Shuli on the BS show was talking for a couple of minutes this morning, sharing some Pat Cooper uh, memories. And it kind of struck me, you go back and you look at Pat Cooper's critiques of Howard Stern, how he was predicting, in a way, what Howard Stern was would become. I never really liked Pat Cooper on the Howard Stern show. I thought he was, I thought it was all shtick. I thought it was just like fake anger. You know what I mean? Like the way OJ pretends not to like the Shuli network. I thought it was all just a work, as, as these wrestlers say. But like looking back, it's like, Shuli oh, no. Network, he, you mean the YouTube page? Come on, let's be facts. He was, 
you know, Pat Cooper was legit. So it's fascinating to go back and, and look at some of his stuff. And again, Radio Gunk played a, a full clip. We're going to play the end clip of one of uh, Pat Cooper's most famous appearances when he, where he storms out of the studio. Um, you know, he complains about Sam Kinison, gets mad about his dignity, walks off the show. And just as a bit of trivia there, according to MarksFreakin.com, this clip was chosen the best Pat Cooper moment by Howard Stern in 1995 during the F Emmys. Remember that? Do they still do? Brian, you still watch Stern. Do they do no, uh, F no, Emmys no, anymore? No, it's totally no. gone. But they haven't done that in a very long time. That, that's that's a couple of generations. So here we yeah, go. Like, I think Jackie, you know, since Jackie. Went around talking about the Sam Kinison was a great comedian. Now that the man's dead, you're gonna pee on his no, grave. No, I don't, That's I don't, wrong. I now you gotta take it. No, now you gotta take it. Now you gotta take it. Now you gotta take it. The guy's dead in the ground. You're gonna I say he said, sucks no, now? Yeah, now gonna that he was now. only funny when he was on I'm, medication. Yeah, he's dead, not me. Don't you I'm give it to me like that. Me. Yeah. Not, he's dead, not and me. Yeah. He you're gonna to die because he's got it. Why? Why? He used a car accident. The man had a car accident. Uh, yeah, yeah, like and you know, what does that got to do with him being a great comedian? Was he a great comedian? Was he a great comedian? Was Sam Kinison a great comedian? No. No? no. You're going to say that now? That's your opinion. What? After you told him when he was alive he was a great comedian? I never comedian? met him. Oh. Oh, what happened, Big I don't believe it. What about you? Where's your Big I never met him. And what's all this? I never met him. After I show you respect, I tell you what a great comedian you are. I give you open invitation to the show. Mason. Look at the jealousy. Look at the jealousy. The jealousy. The jealousy. He went back and read the book. He went back and read the book. Oh, I don't. Howard, can I say something to Pat? Can I say something to Pat? I don't believe this, what I'm hearing. How many people? I don't. Excuse me. I don't believe this, what I'm hearing. The nerve. The nerve. Defend my dignity. Now, listen, let me ask you a question. Hold on a second. I'm talking now. I can't defend my dignity. I can't believe this. I can't believe this. I can't believe what I'm hearing. I'm a crowd, baby. No more, no. I'm a crowd. Who you said you're not? You gotta call me. Well, I'm a contributor. No. no. I'm a just to interrupt, I love this comment by uh, Bobby Friend. Kevin Brennan is doing Pat Cooper's act. Yeah, there is an argument to be made, and, and I'll be playing some clips that I don't know if Kevin Brennan is, I, I don't think he's purposely uh, ripping off Pat Cooper, but there's definitely parallels in terms of uh, speaking their truths and being bitter. I love Kevin Brennan. A contributor. Meanwhile, he tells Leno, I don't want you to be a bust on my bananas. What? You're busting my balls. Leno. Listen to this. I can't do a week, which I don't know what that I'm going to be available. I don't, I don't want to do Leno. I don't want to do the Leno okay, show. Because he's an A crowd. He tells Leno, I have to go on first. He tells Leno, I go on first, so well, I don't go on. What's wrong with that? Oh, I see. Well, but if I do it, I'm a dog. I'm a dog if I defend my dignity. I'm a dog if I defend my life. Robin, what is he talking about? Is he making hey, sense? Don't bring Sit down and let's say Robin. You're talking to Robin, aren't you? You're looking at her. Where are you going? No, Where are you going? Hey, Pat, Pat. Come on. Don't leave. Come on, don't leave. No, no, don't leave. Ah, come on, Pat. Don't call me no more. Pat, don't leave. I don't want to come on your show. Just enjoy it, Pat. Pat, just take a deep breath. Come back. Come on. I can't. I'm fucking bumming the nerves, Larry. Well, you know he's kidding. You know he's kidding. I don't want to be kidding. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. No more, Jackie. Mind your business. We love you. I don't want to be loved no more. Fuck all you guys who love me. Meanwhile, I'm the cocksucker. He's all turning around, pushing him aside. When you need a fucking man. Did you, did you, I don't want to be loved no more, Jackie. Did you hear what they did to me? I don't want to be fucking loved no more. I don't want to be loved no more. Did you hear what they did to me? Don't fucking love me. That's your bitch. You get 90,000. You have to take that shit. I don't have to take that shit. It's just so great. And I love the fact that it's, it's Jackie. 
right? It's yeah. Jackie, the fellow comedian, you know, the joke teller who goes out there to try to make uh, Pat feel. This better. is also like Stern back then. This is he's, you know, definitely rising up in the ranks. He's popular. He's the number. You know, he's still the king Stern, of all media at that time. But he's uh, he really needed Pat. Pat Cooper was a great guest in the beginning of his career. Like. It, it 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 uh because it's he was such still an a bad guess too because it wasn't like Pat Cooper was really relevant at this time you know but, what I mean he was old in nineteen eighty one wasn't either like no guest came on out well he no, was still Grandma. making he was his ratings were through the roof in New York City alone I mean but it wasn't because of guests like Grandpa Al Lewis was a guest at this time this this you is know when what Stern I mean? was great yeah exactly like he didn't need the celebrity like Pat Cooper was still like what was he doing he with those channel on the WOR TV, the Al Franken show or something like, like he wasn't he was an A-list yeah. guest to begin with. Stern used him in the sense to get, you know, stuff from him. Absolutely. Here's, and actually this is touched upon for a second here. This is radio gunk from the other night when they uh, went live and put together uh, their thoughts on the Iron Sheik and Pat Cooper, whose real name was Pasquale Caputo. And uh, anyway, I'll just play it. The last interview I remember with him is Stuttering John and Tammy Pascatelli. And Which has disappeared from the internet, right? I don't know. I tried to find that quickly because I wanted to hear what Pat Cooper had to say to Stuttering John. I couldn't find it. I don't know if anybody out there has found it. In wow. 2017, 2018? I don't know. Jackie that. was the reason he was a regular on the show. Jackie was the guy who pushed yeah, and pushed to get him on. Computer. Howard had no interest in him. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, um, he was from the Friars Club. That's yep. where he knew him. Friars yeah. Club staple, right? He was hosting all the Friars. The, he was even the on a Seinfeld at the Friars Club. Damn, Carlos, I wish you would have told me because I think I have that. Um, I believe Pat Cooper was on uh, Stuttering John's show, and I think I have that. Oh, no kidding. Well, that's sort of a collector's item, so you should save that uh, for this Friday night. Sure. You know, right? Uh, and then in this in the second part of this clip from Radio Gunk, they talk about that famous walkout. Here's what here's exactly. what bothers me about this. Uh, I don't. I he what he says is makes perfect sense. The guy is spot on about everything. He's he dismisses this madman who's a ranting lunatic. It's the anger almost takes away from how smart he is. Yeah. It's not that he's seen everything he says is spot on, and they're dismissing yeah. him as this like senile lunatic. He's actually right. And the more angry he gets, the less they take serious they take him because it's bullshit. But people right who can talk like this and rant like this are yes. actually incredibly intelligent. Like to to be it's, able it's to shame. string together right. this uh, cogent of a thought, yes, even in stop. anger, nonstop is brilliant stuff. So, and I think Pat Cooper's residency for lack of a better word on the uh stern show goes back to at least 1989 i don't know if I know anybody might know an exact start date but that's what i could search on marksfrickin.com bobby Franz says pat cooper was a rat pack outsider and bitter because he was funnier than some of them yeah we have uh, i'll play a clip in a second or a couple of minutes where he was on he had a famous interview with tom snyder in 1981 that should have killed his career and i think it parallels closely Kevin Brennan's Kevin Brennan's appearance on Jim, no, what's his Opie name? Opie and, Opie and Jim, yeah, where he sort of lays his cards on the table and starts bad mouthing all the people you're not supposed to bad mouth. But that's again what what Stern took advantage of and was smartly so. Like he he knew that 
Like, he knew it was great radio, yeah. Yeah, like he knew that was great radio. Like the reason he wasn't going to have Freddie Roman from the Friars Club on, who he mentioned all the time, I don't even know who Freddie Roman is, I just know he was always at the Friars Club, was because he was the guy that wanted to come in and be like, hey, the Friars, Pat at least called people out. Right, yeah, he was used well on the Stern Show, just like he had a great OJ. memorable uh, young Obnoxious John always makes the point he's a fan of how uh, the Shuley Network is using Ray DeVito, right? OJ, that's the same thing. There's a parallel here. Oh, yeah. I, I love how uh, the Shuley Network uses Ray DeVito. It's awesome. Well, they got to find something to make it interesting. Yeah, let them go. And then uh, certain comics definitely loved uh, Pat Cooper, one of them being the late, great uh, Patrice O'Neill, who our listeners or viewers probably have heard of. And this is about this is about a six-minute clip. I think it's worth playing, though. Uh, where we get Patrice talking about why he likes Pat, even though Pat was on Stern calling O&A uh, two assholes. You know who's the real McCoy? Pat. Pat. Uh, uh, um, Cooper. Pat Cooper. Yeah. Is the real fucking McCoy. Yeah, that guy's out of his mind. Definitely. He's, you know, he's not that motherfucker, so. He doesn't hold back. Yeah. He's, Pat he's, Cooper's trashing us the other day. Actually. Hey, Gulag. Ah, yeah, which, he was he, doing. He trashes. He trashes everything. everybody, and it wasn't. I don't even think Equal it was a legitimate trashing of us. I have no idea what he's, he was trying to he's say. He's trashing. I would love us. to get him on the show to talk about this. He was crap. trashing us God, to you're trash us Howard. for a lot of bits. We happen to have Pat Cooper audio. On. You, are you joking me? And he's trashing us. Please. He's well, trashing us. We don't really in order it, to trash Howard. He was trashing Howard. Also, saying, I have no idea what you year this is guys from. Famous. It's your fault that these guys are millionaires. Uh, and, and it's because of you. Because you, you know, brought them attention. I bet you if you called Pat, he'd fucking talk to you. He's, oh, he he's, wouldn't a second, I know. He's not a phony. Yeah, that not. that old man is a, just, just a, a crotchety old fucking, fucker. He is not fucking around. Well, someone get the word out to Pat Cooper. We'll have him in. Didn't they, like, throw him out of the Friars Club or something? Oh, my God. He's so obnoxious. He was talking about Rodney Dangerfield when he was dying. So It was so fucking brutal. Who cares about Rodney Dangerfield? <laughs> he said, if just... I'm walking around with a coconut on my head, shoot me. And then Rodney <laughs> had, like, a tumor. He said, he said, oh, oh, he said if shit, I'm walking no. around with a coconut growing on my head, just throw me out the window. It's, that's, it, that's funny, man. Pat Cooper is not a throw bullshit me. motherfucker, man. Throw me out the window. And Rodney Dangerfield would appreciate that joe yeah we'll try to do this real fast before a break all right uh, it's pat cooper trashing us in some bizarre yeah. way let me tell you something anybody can be tough when they got the microphone and i can't answer now i got the microphone and i'm gonna tell howard stern he's full of shit let's start with that he turns around and says i can't handle fame i left the howard stern show because howard stern made an ass of himself when he starts fighting with Opie and Anthony. What are you talking about? And when he makes Opie and Anthony become big kids, beat his ass in, I said, it's time for me to go away. Because Opie and Anthony, he made them millionaires. You know what him Howard made me? $35 a week. That's the fucking difference. <laughs> People who help them, he don't help. Is he Pat Nah, it, I see it as... Just, absolutely not yeah. a trash. Well, what happened was uh, when Pat Cooper found out that Howard Stern had a gag order on us, he couldn't believe it. And uh, and he's a stand-up guy. He said, you know what? I can't be part of your crap. If you're if you're uh, yep. putting gag orders on that uh, fellow radio guys... That was years ago oh, yeah. when Pat... And that's another like pattern with Pat Cooper. He's he got always, ethics. He, he always ethics. had his own code, even if it hurt him business-wise. Carlos. Um, didn't do yes. Excuse me, guys. We have a guest backstage... Oh, I saw that. I didn't think it was really him. That sorry, I didn't let him in. But yeah, bring him in. 
Ladies What's and gentlemen, up? it's Ray DeVito. What's up, guys? Hey, Ray, how are you? Shut the right. fuck up, Ray. All right, I, oh, you're upside down. We're, we're talking about Pat Cooper, the great uh, and legendary comic who passed away earlier this week, Mr. DeVito. Do you have any no, memories? Were you familiar with Pat Cooper? Not that much. I know of him, but I'm not familiar with his work. I heard the clip uh, you guys are playing. I think I heard it earlier on uh, Shuli's show. Yeah, so, but you don't, you, you, have any, you don't have anything to add about Pat Cooper. You're just coming here to highbosh, to kibosh my show, no, to hijack my show, goddammit. I'm, uh, what do you call it? I'm going to stay on until the microphone gets bad because uh, that's how it is on my phone. Do you want me to invite Elise? <laughs> go go oh. ahead. I, I'm glad Elise in my podcast. I wanted to like settle that. It was like, come on, what, what are you doing? Like, Yeah, is there any beef between you two? Because she, I mean, look. I used you to get on the uh, BS show like a week or two ago. I was like, oh, Ray said, Bob, you didn't call him. And they had me on. And then Elise seems to be using your name as a launching pad for her new career. Do you have any? Are you are you angry? Are you resentful at all at all at all these people who are trying to mooch off the great Ray DeVito? <laughs> mooch? I don't know. Mooching. Uh... No, it, I, I was just a little upset. Like the it, it was like. And are you driving, like... Ray? Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Which just means he'll he might not read the chats as much. Yeah, I'm not gonna be reading the chat. But no, I I didn't. Um, the whole pretext of she was like, first of all, we never went on a date or anything, so that's why I wanted her on my podcast. Like, all right, let's squash that. And also the whole thing, like, oh, I rent out this studio. It's like, no, you were a friend and said, hey, shoot this here. It was not a whole thing of. Uh, so I just wanted to squash all that, which we did. But yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I don't think I was being brought up in the best light, if that makes sense. All right, so you guys are okay. Uh, XMM, yeah. wait, hold on. I was going to read that. We have a chat. Disappeared in. Love you, Carlos, but way off on this one. Elise is interesting. I'm not saying she's not interesting. I'm just saying, you know, she's using Ray as a pole vault uh, onto the Shuli network. But Ray, your audio is terrible because you're driving in a car. So I'm going to. Are you guys, are you still on the Shuli network? He's not fired you. You haven't quit. No, I'm right? still on the Shuli network. If I pull over, um, I'll jump back on. If I uh, Ray, pull over and come yeah, back on, because we need to talk about you being on the Shuli network. Be safe. Be safe. All right, Ray, I'm sorry I cut you off there. All right, I think he's still talking. I'm sorry, Ray. All right, yeah. I don't want to, I don't, I'm not going to be responsible for Ray's death. I have enough Ray guilt right. uh, on me. All right, so here we are back to uh, Pat Cooper talking about, I don't know what, on ONA. Ryan, Sher wait, wait, I'm sorry. Ryan Sherman uh, has a different opinion about Elise. I just wanted to bring that up since people are talking about Elise. Elise is the opposite of interesting. Stop, stop simping. Stop. Okay. Which sure. I yeah. think I agree Years. with that. Some of mean? the funniest Pat Cooper and some of the funniest moments on Stern's show was when Pat Cooper was on. Well, Remember years ago. Who told you that? Who told you that? Who told you that? No, Barry, it didn't sound like he did. He just kept yelling that over and over. I'm surprised. Got funnier every time. What does he mean by Howard made us famous? He's not. He's saying that. You hear at the end, he goes, what does he made me? $35. He's like, why would you? Why would he give you guys the time of day? The time of day. Right. On so basically, what it's saying is if it's like you look up to somebody or you respect somebody. This is like if I look at you guys, like you know what, y'all some y'all y'all some serious. If I'm out there going, these two are some serious motherfuckers, and then like Joe Blow, the new radio guy, comes around 
And he goes, you two bitch-ass niggas. And y'all go, hey, man, forget him. Forget that guy's yeah, an asshole. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to deal with him. Pat, Pat's kind of like, what, motherfucker? And, and, and I can't make money? You, you it's, it's, He's yeah. not tra- – he's saying – why not him? He shouldn't have given us the time of day. Yeah, right. It's like you, you you represented. Basically, he's giving you a compliment because he's saying you're the guys. Anyway, I just thought it was cool that Pat Cooper and uh, Patrice O'Neill can mind meld like that. And that Patrick uh, can explain or Patrice can explain to ONA what Cooper was saying about them. I just thought that was a really fucking cool clip. Yeah, you was, know what I'm saying? Definitely. Is Brian still with us or, or did he freeze? No, I'm here. Uh, another I'm, thing going on, like I, I'm not I think him freeze over the years, uh, Chad. Well, I won't ask the chat because he'll just lie. <laughs> but over the years, especially looking back, Pat Cooper was definitely a guy that was not afraid to talk back to Stern. You know, to talk it, back to anybody, yeah. right? But particularly Stern in an era. I don't know. And correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, other than the the Jesus twins, who was really giving? He would give it to Howard and get him. You know what I mean? Gary yeah, would talk back yeah. to Howard. Stuttering John would talk back to Howard, but Howard could always best them. I thought it was different with Pat Pat Cooper. He had yeah. he hit him harder. Uh, well, he, just, he didn't pay him. You know what I mean? Like he didn't. It wasn't part of like it was probably honest. Probably the most honest. Like the Jesus twins are a great example as well. Yeah. In the sense they didn't. They were trying to use Howard more than Howard was using them. You know what I mean? Like they they they. They needed, uh, you know, Howard. Yeah, but to your, them. to your point, there was very few people that would stood up to Stern like that. And now all these years later, seeing what Howard Stern has turned into, Cooper really seemed to nail Howard Stern's personality. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, I'm going to play this clip, and it's, this is a, a year after the walkout, right? I'm sure everyone's already seen this, so I'll just play Actually, it is pretty long, but I, I love what he says here. Maybe that's what you know. Howard don't want to bury nobody. Howard wants good radio at anybody's expense. That's why Howard Stern is Howard Stern today. Where is uh, Pat Cooper? The Pat Cooper and I had a I falling out. I'm that. still not even sure why. Yeah, he knows why. No, come on, come on, come on. Don't, don't be ridiculous. Sit down. Are you wearing don't a Pat? Look at me. Sit down. He's such a New Yorker, <laughs> Pat Cooper, too. Are you wearing a jumpsuit? Do you mind what I wear? Holy mackerel. No, what, I'm being serious. I, yeah, I want to know what is you. You know everything. All First of all, shake my, hand, shake my hand. Hello. Shake my hand. All right. Oh, oh. He didn't look at you. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't look, look away. at me. He looked away. Okay. Look, I'm I know you were really mad at me. Oh, really? When did you find that out? <laughs> I know you were. That is more private. Uh, I'll tell you how mad I was. I was going to kill myself because I didn't want to be in the same world with you. In fact, I'm going to tell you something. I'll, I'll tell you how mad. what I just said? Yes, I heard you. I want you to understand. Devour my words because. That's hate. Right. That's anger. When I want to kill my side, I want to kill you. I want you to live so you can be in this rotten world. I'm going to say something. For the first time in my life, I took the high road with somebody. He did. Absolutely, Pat. I have to say. I got reports. I did. I did. I know that even after the fight, you had said a couple of cruel things even off about me. No, at the Friars. Come on. Where? Oh, please. Wait, wait, wait. Where? No, 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 no. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? No, people came back. I never said nothing. I don't go to the Friars. What the hell was that? Really? Are you out of your bird? Jackie, didn't you hear something about this? Jackie, no, no, I'm, I'm not the only one who heard about this. Jackie's selling shoes. He's selling shirts. Jackie sold me in a corner. No, no, but wait. He's taking control of the whole studio. I took the high road. He's doing Stern to Stern. You're listening to him over me. Even on this show. Say that again, Brian. He's doing Stern to Stern. Exactly what Howard would do to a guest. He won't let Jackie in. It's great. Okay, forget about that. Forget about that. Forget about that. And it appears that Howard enjoys it, you know? 
Pat, even on our show, even <laughs> when you were here that day. And I'm fanboying out and I don't care. You said some terrible okay, things about me. No, yeah. no, no. I'd rather be into this than fucking Marvel movies. You said some bad that, things no, about no. me. I said the truth about you. Okay. There's a difference. You still feel that There's way. There's a difference. You feel, what do you feel about me? Very simple. Yeah. Very simple. Go ahead. See, one day you in love with everybody. Right. Next day you ain't in love. When the ratings go low, you turn around and your horns come out. You see? What? Because that's the way you are. You're a publicity What are you man. talking You're about? My ratings marketer. haven't gone low. No, no, you missed my point. If they get a little shaky. You no, play they haven't gone shaky. They got shaky. Yeah, that's a great point. See, that's from, a great uh, point right there. That yeah. one, because... Oh, Principal uncertainty, be Pat good. Cooper, alive and younger. It would have been amazing on MLC. I'll also venture out there to say that Kevin Brennan today... If we could somehow change the time space continuum and, and like put, transport the current, day. yeah, the current Kevin Brennan to this era of Stern, how great would Kevin Brennan Because he too has been? ethics that he always brings up. You they're know? very he's, similar, yeah. And they're very like, like the career suicide comic. be damned. Certain areas, you tie up in certain areas. Well, what what area they let us shake for? Look at me. Well, I'm, I'm trying to get God's help. No, you make this is great stern. I'm sorry. Like, this is where I listen to me. Listen, to yeah, me. you trust rocks. what I tell you. I uh, you don't you trust like what I tell you. Though. I know you like yeah. a book. Okay, Will you stop it, Jackie. You stop touching a mic when my radio. Yeah, God, why are you so quick to criticize me? I see, you know, yesterday, criticism. Yesterday, you broke my heart. No, criticism, and there's honesty. You don't like honesty. I will say, Yes, that's right. Here comes the I lawyer. Yes, say, yes. I have never seen him react <laughs> with the kind of civility and um, Carlos. measured consideration. Hold on one second. I'll, I'll pause. That he yeah, did I, during. Yes. I just wanted to tell you, I'll be right back in case you ask me a question. I'll be, I'll be right back. Two minutes. OJ's got a poop. This entire year that you. Or OJ is, he's got something going on. There's some type of distraction to take down the Shuli network. OJ's obsessed with Julie. Don't tell him. I'd like to hear been more away. about it, but that's crazy. Okay, why did he pick up the phone and say, Pat, what did I do? Forget that. Oh, Pat, you hey, wouldn't come to the phone. You know what Dominic Bobbera told me? What? He <laughs> said, you want to hear Dom came to the Trump Plaza to see me work. Right. He said, Pat, we all love you. I said, This is love. Dominic uh, Barbara. You, you know what you know what's saying? No, I'm telling you. I still truth. don't know. Oh, we'll get back to your point. Why am I a bad person? Because I did I say person. something bad about You're you? You're a sharp person. Yeah. You see, and you don't know where to draw the line. Well, what about you? You don't either. I draw the line only you not. Hell well, yeah, I'm Barry Stevens. Mouth. I'm not? Wait, what do I bam out? I'm a, I bam out those who bam out me. I defend Did I bad mouth you? Who you? Yeah. Well, sure, when you brought those three guys in, you know, you're telling me not once. When you did it twice, then you said, no. put it up your Google. I twice. didn't bad mouth you. They bad mouth you. This was the guy like Why didn't you bad mouth Go ahead. I mean, I'm going to stop Before this, I think the there was idea. a guy that uh, came in. Well, not only his son, but there was like a, somebody at the post office or at like a grocery store was like the guy was like, hey, I love you on Stern. And Pat went off on like Stern, I like off air, that. like at, a, at like a, a online somewhere. Yeah. And the guy called in and told all about it. And then they finally had, <laughs> you know, Pat Cooper back in. Gotcha. So I, I don't like, listen. He left the show a few times. Yeah, I mean, I evidently, you know, we saw it from the first, you know, the first clip you showed, but he he was always in and out, in and out, because another fight they had was it was when Jackie bombed, I think, on the Channel Nine roast, and then Pat Cooper told him that people uh, were told not to laugh, which wasn't true, but Pat Cooper thought that would help Jackie's ego, you know, like hey, uh, they were told, so that started a whole fiasco. There was always Pat Cooper brought a lot of drama to the show. And I was looking back because, like, I didn't know Pat Cooper outside of the Stern show. And to be honest, this might not show up all. But I always thought he was Jewish. 
I didn't even really realize he was Italian, but he first got some notoriety back in the late 60s, right? This is from the New York Times, January 6th, 1968. It's a review of his stand-up show. And what he became known for was being like the first Italian comic who talked about being Italian, right? So he's a hero to OJ, correct? Or is OJ still not here? No, I'm here. I, I had something on the stove. I'm sorry about that. As totally Italians forgot. often do. <laughs> actually, I'm cooking some. I actually am. Uh, yeah, I don't Pat, even want to know what he was cooking. Jesus, <laughs> be careful, Shuli. Don't don't take unfortunately, any. Unfortunately, I yeah i I don't know much. I didn't know much about Pat Cooper other than him being on Stern. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was. He comes out and of the as, era, same as you. I didn't even realize he was Italian. He comes out of the era of, you know, 50s and 60s. There were still the Borscht Belt comedians travel around upstate New York in the Adirondacks in all the, uh, not day spas, whatever the heck they were. You know what I'm talking about. Vacation spots. Uh, but he was dirty Italian. Dancing. It was literally dirty dancing. He yeah, was he couldn't do those dancing. shows, though, because he was an Italian, right? So yeah. he carved his own way and was like, that's what he, you know, his first couple of albums were all about being Italian. Much like, who's that guy? Anthony Rodia? And Sebastian, whatever, mana, blah, 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 is like the same thing. So basically, they are descendants of uh, Pat Cooper. And the other thing, if we look at it, his obituary is sort of uh, fascinating because he did an interview with the New York Times, New York Times uh, in 2014, I guess when he was still lucid. But for his own obituary, he talked about like the mistakes he made in his career and, the, and how he was honest and he didn't regret being honest and all that good stuff. But I see we have a, a super chat from the, oh, did you just bring that up? Sorry, John. JG, an old school MLC commentator and fan. This is, a, this warms my heart to see a JG give us $4.99. Thank you so much. The Pat Cooper and Patrice O'Neill appearance on ONA is one for the books. Yeah, those different generations of comics, both bonding over that language of the comedian is pretty cool shit. Sorry, right, going into his ob his obituary, right? Because that's what everyone wants to do online. You have another read. super chat, Carlos. Snookerman, $2. I don't know what uh, currency that is. I'm an ignoramus. Love this stuff. Thank you, Snookerman. That's another person we see in all the chats. Welcome, brother. Uh, so things that jump out to me in this obituary. I mean, I guess I'll just leave the picture up. But later in his career, he let the world know what he thought how stars had wronged him. He wrote a memoir called how, how Dare You Say... I'm sorry. How Dare You Say How Dare Me? A memoir. He accused Paul Anka of never saying hello. He claimed that a drunk Johnny Carson once urinated on his foot, much like Kevin Dumpfuck and OJ, right? There's a parallel there. <laughs> Uh, and that after loudly objecting to the fact that Johnny was pissing on his foot, he was never invited back on Johnny Carson's Tonight Show. Wow. An another time opening on stage for Frank Sinatra. Do I have the right tab open? Yeah, I do. Uh, Sinatra asked him to remove a joke from his set. Cooper told the Daily News in 1997, Hey, Frank, do I tell you how to sing? And then Sinatra promptly fired him. Wow. So he goes on and on. He did this infamous interview with uh, Tom Snyder in about uh, 1981. Let me stop sharing this. I'm going to share that as well. 
Now, this is incredibly boring, but I think we'll only watch like a, a minute or two of it. And my point, in, like nobody did this in 1981. You know, you got to think back. There were three networks, right? Tom Snyder was on late night, I think, at this point, or maybe this was a morning show. I don't remember which, but you didn't go on Tom Snyder and start badmouthing people. I'm Carlos, sorry, we have super chats. Before you go sorry, on, you got yeah. a couple super chats. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, Micah Mills, $5. Hundreds should be watching this show. Oh, thank you so much. Jules David. Wow, thank you, Jules David. $1.99. Congratulations on getting the super chats going. Thank you, Jules David. There are certain people out there who are like Sherpas of this whole world, you know, especially the MLC universe. Jules David is definitely one of them. So I deeply appreciate the fact that you threw a couple of bucks at us. Very cool. All right, here he is. Here he is uh, sort of imploding on, on Tom Snyder. Keep in mind, this, is, this was considered imploding in 1981. Put into the business, hey, wait a minute. Who are you to tell me? What, uh, when did this happen? I'm in this business 22 years. I said, I built up something and you push me aside. I get eight weeks work. I didn't ask for it. Summa Corporation gives me eight weeks work. I didn't want it. I mean, who does this remind you of? I didn't ask for it. All of a sudden, I got no weeks work. The answer is Kevin Brennan. Like I had to give back the contract because I said, you can't push me around. When you tell me Tony Bennett is my next show and all of a sudden Tony says, I don't want him. I want uh, David Brenner or Joan Rivers, which is fine because they do bring in more business than I do. But I say, Tony, what did I don't understand you. You didn't do this to me before. You never did this before. All of a sudden, they're getting panicky because they're not doing the business. Now they need an act. Thank you, Colt C. fill a room and they get the credit. All right, so now then it's your contention that there are some people in the industry who, in your view, are fading the C stars stands for and cunt. don't bring in the business. And <laughs> Say that again? I said I think the C stands for cunt. In that Colt guy doesn't C? like me. Oh, Colt C doesn't like anybody. That's his whole thing. Oh, well, he, I, I notice he always, every chat I go in, he tries to fuck with me. I don't know. All right, we'll try it. We'll, 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 uh, we're all getting together in AC for drinks. <laughs> okay, sounds goes, good. They'll go for somebody that in their minds is hotter than you to fill the room to satisfy their right. ego so they Absolutely. don't empty seats. Now, let me ask you a question. <clears throat> Are you going to get a lot more work yes. by talking this way on television yes, programs? Of course, because I have a built-in business, me. Tom, I go around this country, I get work all the time. I don't know who works more than I do. I'm a good man because I worry about bringing business in. I'm a kind of man, if a guy serious can't afford, I take the door. I take the door. I says, forget about it. You give me so much at the door. If nobody comes in, you don't lose anything. I'm trying to keep my business open, Tom. My business right now, Vegas, is starting to close. There's no more name policy. It's going now reviews. Atlantic City is going reviews now. There's no more name policy. By reviews, you mean where the girls come out yeah, and do the production numbers that's and that's Now, what thing. happens to a guy like me? I say, wait a minute, you're killing my business. I'm not. Yeah. So, all right. Now, compare that, right, to Kevin Brennan in the Porcelain documentary or Porcelain's segment of his documentary where he talks about Brennan going on Opie and Jim or Opie and Sam or whoever it was uh, at that point. There's direct parallels. In my opinion, if I can find it, it should be clip 11. What's up, Corn Diff? Corn Diff! This is from Almost Famous, the porcelain documentary. Over the next 10 years, the career of Kevin Brennan had slowed to a pitiful crawl. Aside from writing for Norm Macdonald's short-lived sports show on Comedy Central, his quest to expand his modest list of credits would go the way of Artie Lang's septum. <laughs> the entertainment industry had taken its toll. 
with decades of failed pilots, empty promises and Neil fucking Brennan reducing the comedian to an embittered husk. After finding his way onto SiriusXM's flagship morning show, Tits and the Worm, Kevin Brennan would bear all. Like, who says that? Nobody says, most people say, I think I like Molly Shannon, but right. Neil's like, I think I can date Damn. Molly Shannon. And then he did, but, because nobody else wanted to. <laughs> nobody else wanted to. There are a lot of babies out there, you know? Like, Nick Swartz, and he's a fucking baby. You guys are probably <laughs> friends with him. Like, even Tom Papa was just like... <laughs> like, I'm, like I, I used to barbecue with him here, and then out there, he's like, he got flaky. On <laughs> I'm doing Opie and Jimmy, and it's not even probably as probably as popular. I mean, it was still popular, obviously, but it probably wasn't as popular as when when they were all there together. And I was like, so I feel like I missed the boat. But it, but well, once it happened, I didn't give a shit because I was like, this is fun as shit. Mm. You just say whatever you want, and the fans like it, and I like it. Over the next oops, sorry, play it again. All right, so I'm saying Kevin Brennan is the modern Pat Cooper. God damn it! I mean, in this day it, and age, he's the closest you can get to him. I mean, there's I don't think the world would tolerate somebody that acted like Pat Cooper in today's day and age. And the Pat Cooper we saw was an older guy, and in a sense, you know, Brennan is an older guy, like in this younger comedian world, and it's like. You know, it's changing. You know, he even admits now, like, he's not as much into the stand-up. And it sounds like he's not into the stand-up because of the comedians. Right. He's been uh, around enough to know he's seen too much. MGD says Harvey Picar was similar. Yes. I, I guess you're yeah. talking about when he was on Letterman, right? Yeah. Bob Levy. This is uh, Schlepprock0420, I am. <laughs> That's a Bigfoot reference. The I am. I love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Bob Levy and KB are both Pat Cooper inspired for sure. That's why they get along. Principal Uncertainty saying must have watched that Porcelain documentary Almost Famous three times. Porcelain JG, Porcelain's digs in his commentaries are mwah. Uh, Slep Rock again says, I miss the rosary on the wall days. Yes, I do miss. Yeah, he, he, he hid the rosary. That says something about uh, KB, right? Uh, so that's that. And one thing I, I also wanted to say, we're almost done here, but much like KB, Pat Cooper was often obsessed with like his station in comedy. And, and it definitely wasn't afraid to call and money. Out you know what money. I mean? Like, like, yeah, like getting paid, you know, didn't you know, want to get ripped off yeah. Yep. yeah, about his dignity, you know, very yep. similar. Um, and so this next clip, again, it's Patrice O'Neill uh, asking Pat Cooper a question on O and A, and just like Cooper's answer just reminds me of, 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 of Brennan to a certain extent. And also, I mean, separate and apart from any similarities between Cooper and Brennan, it shows how fucking awesome Pat Cooper was. Uh, I you go don't back with him. I go back with you. How many? A little while back. A little, I mean, while. A little, bit, a little bit. I don't want to upset streets. you, but these rat bastards don't want to say it behind your back and say you were a substitute today. To well, remember that. Uh, no, they did. Uh, they no, were substitutes. Hey, no, Jimmy, you know. We, all, we, yeah, miss, we, miss, we miss little Jimmy Norton. I got I to ask, ask something about when you get to the place. Okay, when you get to the place where you're not having sex anymore, right? What, what, it, what is the desire? What is the sexual? What is it? What's it balled up into now? Is it just like you look and go, oh. Oh, wait, there's one comment I want to. Uh, from XMM. Yeah. Carlos is shocked at a man having self-respect spending too much time with Ray. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying, but I mean, to call it out, I think in, in show business, from what I hear, not that I'm in show business, is, is different, but that, that's funny. That made me laugh. 
Oh, that's just, boy, I would, back in the day, I would. Like, what keeps no, you no, going? No, you want the truth or yeah, you want to bullshit? No, I want to. I, I want to make tomorrow. That's my future. What else am I going to tell you? My thing, I've done, I've done it all. I've done everything so I ever wanted to do. Not even, I, uh, I open fucking doors in this business. Not comedian. So Patrice is asking about sex, mind you. Right. Although I was the first Italian to go out in the open and say I am Italian, but that's beside the point. I, I opened doors. I opened doors because uh, I told the rat bastards in my business that they're rat bastards, right. and nobody had the balls to do it. Right. So remember that. Now all of a sudden, everybody wants to kiss each other's ass. I never did that, mm -hmm. and I never took away my dignity for <laughs> no fucking body. Ask about pussy, Pat. Pussy, <laughs> pussy. Ah, come on! How great is that, Pat Cooper? Ladies and gentlemen, Artie Klein. Oh, wow. Nice work. See Danger. Thanks for being a fan of Kevin Brennan. I mean, I assume everybody on planet Earth, if you listen to Misery Loves Company, you follow Artie Klein. He is the best critic uh, of the show and has the most succinct and I think informed opinions on anything happening in the MLC universe. Hmm, I'm not familiar with Artie Klein. Oh, yeah. Follow Artie Klein on Twitter. Okay, I will do that. Uh, there's a couple things in the chat. I, oh, sure, add. sure. Yeah, we're just so, about, I'm, I'm at the end of my thing. Uh, Kinky okay. Loco says, Carlos, did you see MJ tweeted about you? If that's from today, no, I did not. Uh-oh, uh MJ, oh, wait a second. Should I go check this right now? Am I getting? I, I think it's a good uh, piece, I, if I you don't will. Think, uh, I have, I uh, all right, I'm speechless. But hey, hey, hey look, look, we wouldn't have a thousand subscribers if it wasn't for muttering Jay. So I will strap a bomb to my chest and whatever. Take out OJ if it needs to be done. <laughs> uh, and just a, you know, a quick bit from the New York Times obit on the great uh, Pat Cooper. Howard Stern, drawn to Mr. Cooper's vitriol, invited him onto his radio show in the mid-1980s. Uh, perhaps predictably, they had a falling out. Stern put Cooper's estranged son, Michael, and his former wife on the air, and Mr. Cooper refused to interact with them. Mr. Cooper began berating Howard Stern. This is probably Cooper's most famous moment on the Stern show, but I didn't pull it because it's so, like, to get into it at any one point, you really have to listen to a half hour. And now in 2023, we all have ADHD, and nobody can sit on YouTube and watch uh, that much. Uh, Mr. Cooper began berating Stern. Mr. Stern stopped having him on the show. He continued performing at clubs and casinos and at the Friars Club Roast until he retired in 2012. He continued to insist that the industry had treated him poorly. They don't want me because I say what's on my mind, he said, and they punish it. Uh, and of course, like, yeah, Pat, you can't talk about Pat Cooper without talking about like his estranged family, you know, right. like his, his, yeah, it is kind of sad. And maybe we'll end on Very this. Sad. Yeah, yeah, it's a bummer. That whole thing is a bummer. He was, uh, you know, he was his son Michael Caputo, uh, not happy with him, and went on Geraldo uh, years ago. And I guess we'll end we'll end on that happy but, note. I mean, he was still great on the radio. See, again, I don't care about his personal life. He was great radio, and that's what made him great. I hate to say it; it's it's totally wrong. I'm not gonna like. I'm glad he's not my dad. But, you know, come on, man. It was still was genius, and it was great, and it was great radio. You know. He did, yeah, yeah, did make know, for good content. He was on the I, – I actually listened to uh, when his 
his son and his daughter called in to the Howard Stern show. And I got to tell you, it was, I mean, I guess some people would consider it great radio, but I, I thought it was kind of heartbreaking. I mean, all right, but I wonder if that's age too. Yeah. You have a yeah. super chat, Carlos. Oh, I'm sorry. I took it off because I saw uh, my friend beloved chatter. I'm sorry, Bobby friend. Thank you for the $2. I see OJ and Carlos. Congratulations on 1000 subs. That Thank of you, course Mr. is the reference to I, I see OJ. Oh, I didn't put that together. I was thinking it was uh, the Magic Garden from WOR uh, <laughs> back in the day or WPIX, but that's right. I see police and they got guns and he looks scared and I'd be scared he too. looks quite pensive. <laughs> uh, all right. So you want to watch a couple of minutes of. Yeah, for sure. Pat and uh, his son on Geraldo back in the day. Before I get on to Julia's story and, and Tibbs on the phone with us right now is the comedian, the comedian, Pat Cooper. You know, he's a guy that makes people laugh and has for many years. And lots of his jokes do focus on the family. Now, Pat, as you know, your son Michael is nice here sweater, in dork. our studio. He says that you abandoned him and the other kids, and he is, as you can imagine, angry, bitter. I'll let him tell you how he feels, but how do you feel about this? I don't abandon no one. That's not true. How do you abandon someone uh, if you're there all the time, you're in the neighborhood, you uh, you, you were taken to family court, and uh, your name is on a docket, and the checks have to come in every week, and if they don't, they come and get you. How do you abandon it? I do love that logic. I was on a court docket. How can I abandon you? <laughs> but, Pat, have you been a father? You can just go to courtroom C and look in the bulletin board. To Michael? No. Isn't no. that abandonment? No. Please no. Michael's getting paid right now to be on all, though. You see, you got to be a father under conditions of his mother, which I refused. But it's not his fault, the yes, conditions of his mom, because, is it? Let me explain to you gotcha. I thought you were talking about Geraldo. Slept Rock. I agree. You can come over and say, wait a minute, you got a right to defend yourself. Geraldo lives near me. they don't me. give you the right to defend yourself. Oh, what they do bad. is they say it you're is. wrong, shut up, you're not, you're abandoned. I abandoned nobody. All I did was pay and do what I had to do, and I went by the law that they wanted me to go by. They chose that life, not me. Okay, Pat, hold on a second. Michael, what's your view on that? Uh, my father's uh, whole act is based on his family. Um... He portrays the image that he's close to me, both mentally and emotionally. Well, I'm speaking to you, Mike. The truth well, hold on, I'm speaking to him now, about, Pat, excuse me. But I'm not the truth about my him. father is that he's never been there as a father, nor has he represented any kind of role model to yeah. me in the past 30 years. Pat Cooper's image is a lie that he sold to the American public by turning his back on his own flesh and blood. All right, so that was that. I do hope that, uh, and I don't know, and I don't know if Wait, anybody in the chat. That's all you're going to play? I found I, that I, entire I, clip oh, uh, fascinating. And you have a super chat, by the way. Okay, yeah, I did see that. But it's, I don't know, it's it's hitting too close to home. And, and for all I know, I started to think, well, maybe they, maybe they, maybe Michael made up with his dad on his deathbed. And I feel like a scumbag for regurgitating that had they reconciled. I'm sorry, OJ. I have, I, I see, I'm not Shuli. Well, they did again. I, like I said, I watched earlier when it, uh, he was on Stern and the, and the son called in. The last thing I heard on that show was that Pat was actually going to call his son. So Howard was able to facilitate that at least. So I don't know where it went from there. I do know that. I mean, I can share this right now. The uh... Read your super chat. The, okay, hold on one second. The website, like where he talks about how his father sucked, is still active 
Well, there and the you book go. he, the, yeah, but I, but that could maybe he just let it expire. I don't know. All right, super chat. Stop sharing that. Go like that. Ooh, B Dabbler, the great El Harible, who has emerged uh, with Cardiff Electric. They're in, they're neck and neck for the the best in the Dabbleverse. I think. Thank you for allowing me to have your your sidekick and straight man OJ on this broadcast. I have to give B Dabbler a yes. Cut I had to. I had to get of um, the money, which sucks, but <laughs> I had to get permission money. from El Harible. Before I came on. Yeah. But he says, uh, congratulations. You're all in A company, not B company. Yeah. God bless you, uh, B dabbler. So uh, that was that. Somebody says, enable memberships, Carlos. Ah, yeah, we're not that good. I appreciate that. But Redbird, boy, that's got to hurt their inheritance. Although, I mean, yeah, Pat was uh, ill he for had so long. family, too, though. Yeah, he yeah. Had, he, like yeah, I think he was right. married three times. Schlepprock, anyone know Stu Finer? He's another Pat Cooper inspired angry guy. No, I, I'm not familiar with Stu Finer. Principled uncertainty says, "Man, that's rough. I wish my dad had abandoned us, but I couldn't imagine not seeing my kids." Uh, Zero Dark Alley is the gay. What is this? The gay bowling alley. I need some shoes. Yeah, that's the heartbreaking uh, part. Uh zero dark tony's comment what is no principled uncertainty it's 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 heartbreaking to see that relationship but then let's not think about that let's just play clips of them yelling those guys back and forth i mean <laughs> all right we can on. go out let me see if i can find it i did this will probably end the stream the last time oj dabble and I... verse or like a bunch of piazzas come on guys what are you like oh i have a heart <laughs> oh five, what what is that pounds again i don't know any of this i guess i should have licked it five, some type of monetary value with the number five in it from tampa <laughs> catalytic converters <laughs> carlos is the voice of reason in the dabble verse which is you is know if you think about it that's not really saying much uh now you know why ray stares at the chat all stream yeah pat cooper is best when yelling yeah 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 definitely definitely all right so uh Pat Cooper was in a bunch of movies uh, and Quentin Tarantino called him out. I randomly found uh, this clip. This might get us pulled though, because the last time OJ and I streamed late at night, I kept playing clips from Miller's Crossing that I found on YouTube. And suddenly YouTube came in and said that our stream was in violation of whatever terms of service and they uh, closed the stream. So. Let me play this. Uh, all right, there's a super chat, right? So I don't have to read the super chat, so I could just leave them. Yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate them, but I just, yeah. All right, so 499 from Jeff Closer, the great Jeff Closer, who always, I, I admire everything this guy says. He's not just speaking uh, from his ass, but he says, good job. Any more movie reviews? Well, I mean, like, movies suck. Yeah. There's you have nothing to go back and do older movies. Yeah, there's nothing in the theater I want to see. I did watch Succession. I find the Dabbleverse and what's going on with like the Shuli Network and MLC and whether Chad Zumok's going to stream today, whether he's going to attack Ray DeVito or going on Ray DeVito's stream and having the chat go nuts and watching Nobody Likes Onions and then Win by Two Radio and Softcast wasn't there last night. And I don't know. I find that all infinitely more entertaining at this point and compelling than anything I would pay between 10 and $20 to see in a movie theater. Unfortunately, it, it pains me to say that Brian, what movies have you been working on? But except, except the ones Brian's working on, you got uh, anything I mean, going on you can share? Well, I am on the new season, American horror story. So 
There we that's go. kind of a cool thing right now. And then uh, I've got a couple movies coming up by some movies we've actually reviewed for directors. Uh, but I have a movie called Becky that's out now, and I have another one called Blackout by Glass Eye Picks, Larry Fezzenin's Werewolf Picture that should be hitting festivals. Oh, that's a cool one. Glass Eye Picks, if anybody is into sort of elevated uh, uh, horror, it's definitely... Yeah, they're good stuff. Yeah, glass eyed pants. And I watch movies all the time. Oh, I still go back to old ones and new ones. What's awesome is I have a ten year old nephew, so he's been we just watched all the evil deads. I won't let him watch the new ones because they're just not evil deads. Too much CGI. Brian's a practical effects, special effects makeup artist guy. So and we're watching Robocop, which I think is the you know Paul one of review Robocop's the greatest one of the greatest movies ever made. Beloved chatter, nine ninety nine. Quote, I say, when you tell the truth, you never offend nobody, particularly if you do it with dignity. Pat Cooper, Carlos Danger. Thank you, Beloved Chatter. He's a tall, strapping man. Ladies definitely hit up Beloved Chatter. Have you met Beloved Chatter? Oh, yeah, you met him at uh, DabbleCon. That's right, and I didn't meet him. We closed the bar when all you lightweights, all you dorks, OJ, B-Dabbler, Kinky Loco, (laughs) Carl, Anthony Cumia... Chrissy, you all left at like nine o'clock. Me and beloved chatter stayed at that bar. And in fact, they asked us to leave. I don't think it was that early that I left. That's what it felt like in my head. That was closer to midnight because I didn't get home till like three. I think you texted me, uh, Carlos. So uh, I went out way earlier than I two more bars afterward in beautiful Rochester by myself. All right. Here is. Pat Cooper in various crap. What the hell went wrong? What's the matter with you? What are you, a kleptomaniac or what? I forgot to take it off. You forgot to take it off? Oh, you go into it. Also, if you want some old school Pat Cooper stuff, this YouTube channel, he must have been a super fan. He hasn't uploaded in 10 years, but he's got some interesting Pat Cooper stuff. Department store, you put a suit on and you walk right out. What are you, some sort of an idiot? I'm sorry. Where's the jacket? Well, one of the gypsies took it. Oh, the gypsies took it. Of course, New York has a lot of gypsies. You want to be blocked as a gypsy. Well, it's, it's true. I saw it. Excuse me. Are you an entertainer? Are you in show business? No, I... Uh, I then what am I talking to you for? Jerry, bring the jacket back tomorrow. All right. It's time to end it, Paul. Analyze this. Get rid of the shrink. He knows too much already. Hell yeah, it is, Jeff. my doctor. Are you crazy? Well, if you don't do it, agreed a thousand percent. Succession, Barry, and Severance. Hey, Pat, thanks for doing my roast. I really appreciate it. And I always wanted to let you know I loved you in the movie Fighting Bad. Louis Louis Teague, I thought that movie was fantastic, and I thought you were terrific in it. Bravo. So, Fighting Back, I don't know if anybody remembers Fighting Back. I haven't seen it since like VHS and probably 1985. Brian, do you remember Fighting Back? I don't remember this. It's a Death Wish. It. It's it's one of those Death Wish ripoffs, but I'd say it's better than Death Wish. Uh, Tom Skerritt is like a local, you know, he moves oh, into the I Bronx see. or whatever. He returns okay, yeah, home yeah. probably after Vietnam and gets harassed. Pat Cooper plays like a storekeeper in it. I think it's a small part, but yeah, it just ends in, in, in total violence. So I definitely, I haven't heard about that movie in years, but Fighting Back. Well, uh, there is, you go. Maybe that's the movie review we should be doing. <laughs> yeah we'll just you know wouldn't we'll be the first time we 12... reviewed a movie without seeing it right we need to return to the days when we would get 12 views an episode here's the thing about movie reviews <laughs> unless you're reviewing 
Marvel movies or Batman or Superman or, you know, Malignant or whatever the latest horror movie, it's all shit that I'm just not interested in. And I noticed like the most popular YouTube, they just all talk about that. I just can't bring myself to do it. A man's got to have a code and I'm trying to find my Bill Burr clip. These fucking superhero movies, how many fucking more can they do? Agreed, Bill Burr. The, the the best movie that I've seen, uh, it's an action movie uh, that's a recent movie, is Sicario. Don't know if you've seen that one. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Benicio Del Toro. That's a good movie. Yeah. That's like an older movie. By Sequel the, sucks. Today's standards now. Uh-huh. I mean, it's in the last decade, but it's not like a new movie. Well, the, the Sicario 2 is just a few years ago, and I think they may be coming out with a newer one. But I'm not sure. <sighs> Yeah, I'm just going to put this one without reading it. But yeah, the great Jan Michael Vincent, still alive somewhere. You know who's a huge Jan, Mi- Jan Michael Vincent fan is uh, uh, Chad Zumach. So interesting. That's all I got. All right, guys, do is there we, anything else? We, uh, yeah, I was going to say, do we want to try to maybe hit up Ray, see if he pulled over, get him in here at the end of the show? Or let's at least give that a shot because he did Casey say Armstrong did not over. call in he was I, I, I had texted him I had asked him to call in but he said he had some stuff going on so we, we didn't get our special VIP guest uh Ray I, I assume Ray is uh he had said okay so at the end of the BS show he said he was uh Pat Cooper was supposed to be in John Wick 5 zero dark Tony says I don't know if that's true uh, he was doing something, taking somebody out for lunch or something like that. So Ray is in a ditch somewhere. Snooker man says, yeah, he, I don't want to get, listen. <laughs> Maybe we'll go on tonight, right? Because it's Friday night. Ray will probably stream. I'll try to get him to invite you on, Obnoxious John, because I, I would like to see you have a conversation with Ray. You know I really, I, mean? I don't really want to go on to Ray's show, to be honest, I, but um yeah, yeah, I would definitely jo- do. OJ's always saying like, oh, Shuli treats Ray badly and Shuli's using Ray. And then I go and listen to OJ and Al Hall Replay. They're shitting on Ray more than anybody. Oh, yeah. It's it, Ray's like what sucks is Ray's everyone's whipping boy. And it's just like, just give the guy like the guy's just having fun. Let him do his thing. I mean, I do yeah, think the, the difference is, is we don't lie about Ray. That's the difference. Yeah, Ray doesn't lie either. Ray no, no. Just, I'm talking no, about Shuli. Yeah. You guys well, just ask right. him where he sticks his penis for like 90 minutes straight. It's humiliating. I mean, but Shuli, you know, you know, you guys have much more talent than Shuli. Oh, thank you. I don't know how this guy still is around in this world. BS show makes me laugh every morning. Man, you well, maybe you gal. should start watching movies again or something. I don't know, man. Patrick You're... Melton and the BS show is my morning. <laughs> really? I have yet to laugh at Shuli. XMM 2012, I think you should leave is the only thing that can hold my attention. I have uh started to watch that. I I'll I'll take it in, in bites. Bits or something like that. Dr. Chow, huh? I don't even know what I'm talking about at this point, Dr. Chow. Send Dr. Chow a link. All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> Snookerman likes the BS show. Oh, I was going to say OJ OJ isn't funny. I'm not. I don't consider I'm not a comedian. Is anyone funny on this show? Right. Yeah. This is the this This is the straight guy broadcast. It's all sidekicks. Uh, Brian, did you ever see the Greasy Strangler? I've never seen it. Listen, it's that's all. I'm not into. Yeah, it's a little too weird for me. I mean, give me Evil Dead 2 every day. I like it's too artsy, too weird too. you know. I don't know, but I'll take your word for it. I'm saying I thought Dr. Chow liked me. I guess not. 
I'm a complainer, he says. I complain about Shuli. Absolutely. And that network. Blue Mosaic. Go back to be a Blue Mosaic. I miss Blue Mosaic. I think Blue Mosaic was like he first joined when we were watching the uh, One Too Many video like a couple of years back. And he was just like relentless. He was like our friend. And then 10 minutes later, he was, I, I love Blue Mosaic. All right, that's it. Oh, he was on Ski Mask yesterday. Oh, I got to go check that out. Ski Mask Collective on YouTube. All right, Which cool. I, yeah, I just resubbed back to Ski Mask. Wow, I didn't know Dr. Chow was on Ski Mask. That's awesome. It's good to see Ski Mask uh, doing so well. I like Ski Mask. I yeah. like Stevie Lou. I like Same. Patrick Melton. I like Shuli. I like Bob Levy. There's a couple Steel of toe. Steel toe. Eh. <laughs> All right, that's it. I'm going to end the broadcast. Thanks, everybody. Especially thanks uh, to all the people who chatted and you people who super chatted. Thank you so much. I saw Tubby Tommy say he wanted a, a signed autograph thing. Yeah, I think I if you, that. If, you, uh, if you DM me on Twitter, give me, if you're willing to give me your address, I'll send you one of these because I love you. Carlos, quit being a mediocre streamer cuck. Well, you know what? Oh, Umlaut, let's get real for a second. He's right. <laughs>